Keanu Reeves lost 15 pounds and shaved his whole entire body to give that look that he needed for the character Neo when coming out of the pod after Morpheus gives him the red pill. And welcome back to the Shrem Show, where we're going to go over The Matrix this week. This movie is a classic, talking about original ideas with amazing effects. You can't find a movie that just combines those two as good as this movie. Like the ideas that we're all living inside a computer somewhere. These are ideas that philosophers have been talking about for ages. And finally, a film that depicts it in a beautiful way. Let's not forget Descartes' idea of I think, therefore I am. Which would probably be the equivalent of taking the blue pill within this series. Something I found really cool was the fact that Morpheus's character is named after the Greek god of dreaming. Which is funny because Morpheus is the one who awakes all these people who are so-called sleeping within the Matrix. Lawrence Fishburne, the actor who plays Morpheus, has said that he feels like playing Morpheus felt like being Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader at the same time. Which is funny because the last episode we did was Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, which does show Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. So that's a weird Easter egg within the Shrem Show lore. This movie also does a great job of building strong characters. And uh, that's another thing that I really loved about this movie was the fact that you were able to really just connect with how passionate these characters were and how much they were willing to do for each other. And it was really just honestly, this movie just hits the trifecta when it comes to what you're looking for in a movie. Perfect. Something that keeps coming up in these movies also is this ignorant is bliss idea, which Cypher goes into also. He's eating the steak with Agent Smith, and he says to himself, he doesn't care, he just wants to be ignorant, he wants to enjoy the Matrix for what it is. And we always come down to this question, especially we were talking about in one of the earlier movies, and we connected it to Black Mirror, and how Black Mirror brings out the idea of would you rather be, you know, knowing everything, or knowing the truth, or would you rather be ignorantly bliss and live in that um sort of idea of i don't really care and even if i did i wouldn't know how and i think that idea really brings out who people are in the end of the day are you somebody who's looking for the knowledge or are you somebody who kind of doesn't mind that they don't know or don't push themselves to know more about what's out there to know it's an interesting idea and i, I think this movie is filled with that red pill of do you want the truth or the blue pill of ignorance is bliss? And we're always fighting between those in our everyday lives. I also happen to really enjoy the Alice in Wonderland references. I think uh, Trinity tells him to follow the white rabbit. And then the girl with the tattoo um, shows up with the white rabbit tattoo. This continuous down the rabbit hole. And I, I really enjoy the whole idea that there's more to things than meet the eye. And of course, we all like to go down rabbit holes ourselves, like on YouTube, where I've, I've gone down ridiculous rabbit holes about all different YouTubers and stuff like that. It's very fun, but I love, I just love the term down the rabbit hole. And I like how they used it within the movie with all these little Easter eggs of uh, white rabbits and literal 
rabbit holes. I, I, I just, and he takes pills, which I think uh, Alice takes. She takes pills that make her bigger, or make her smaller. And uh, he's, and Neo is taking pills. He's taking physical pills. It's a very, very cool Easter egg that they have in there. What I liked a lot about Keanu Reeves in this film was, first of all, it's Keanu. The man could do no wrong in my eyes. That's just one. Get that off the, you know, we'll, we'll get that off the table. Um, but what I really enjoyed about his character is this whole feeling of we don't know if he's the one or if he's not the one. But regardless of that, his character is going to push to save or to help or to, you know, just to be a help because it doesn't matter if he's the one or he isn't the one. And I liked how Morpheus says it at the end. It's not about whether or not he's being told he's the one. It's whether or not he's walking on the path of the one. And he's he's just so good at, at giving that energy off to the audience of he's in this kind of confused state, but then towards the end, he's not confused and he's able to do that. And he really, he really is great acting in it. I mean, Lawrence Fishburne obviously is great and... Um, and so is Carrie Ann Moss. And I really enjoyed both of their acting as well. But Keanu Reeves is just always going to steal it for me. I mean, one, it is Keanu again. And two, he has just a lot to do with um, the whole... He, he gets to play different characters where he's a little confused and he's not confused and he's the one. And you get to see the acting chops on Keanu way more than you get to see on Lawrence Fishburne or... Carrie Ann Moss even though Carrie Ann Moss really does a great job of being the very tough strong arbiter of you know I, I would say that Lawrence Fishburne's character is the glue that keeps this whole entire crew together where Trinity is more tough and she's more telling people what to do and she doesn't really care if she makes enemies either and I think that's a great character and I really like the uh, acting from uh, Hugo Weaving, uh, who plays a Agent Smith. And it's funny because we just finished the Lord of the Rings series, and he played Elrond, or Elrod or something. Um, didn't really like that movie, but uh, I realized it was him. And that's a really cool uh, cool little uh, Easter egg in, in the show as well. I mean, in the end of the day, this movie is a really great example of the ideas that we could get into about whether or not we are living in a simulation or not. And these are big questions that a lot of the, you know, the big podcasters or big YouTubers, really just a big question in general with the rise of AI and all that coming out. And I find it especially interesting to go into now, especially at a time where we're really working on AI. I mean, let's not forget about these things like Dolly, where they'll just create art that looks exactly like what you type in to look up. And it's wild to me how a computer can even realize the nuances of the things that we are putting into them. It's scary to, to, to think about, you know, Matrix. Are we watching something that we actually are involved in? You know, I'm hoping that, you know, take the unplug out of me and we're not living in this world that, you know, Neo sees or his, you know, the world of robots and towers of incubating humans and stuff like that for batteries which by the way is funny that because the character switch calls um neo neo in the real world before he gets like 
uh, red pill or whatever. She calls him a copperhead, and that's like a throwback to back when you needed to use batteries or whatever. It's a throwback to a term for a battery. So she's calling him a battery basically because he's as as they're speaking to him, he's still a battery, which is very funny that they have those terms for. Him. But to go back to the other point, I think it's a very interesting topic of the AI and whether or not we're living in a, you know, a simulation. I mean, when it comes to AI and all that, because I think they said that AI was the reason for this whole matrix and the, the rise of all of it. I think that there's a good um, idea. I think it's an info hazard. So if you don't want to hear what I'm going to say, you might want to skip out of the rest. But uh, if you're going to listen, keep listening. There's a thing called um, a Rococo's Basilisk, which basically um, kind of sums up this whole idea of whether we, you, if you're not helping AI to be created, um, then you're kind of against AI. And so later on, if the AI were to figure out a way to exist, you would be the enemy. And so they would destroy you. And if you helped it, then you'd be a slave. So basically how it works is the AI in the future is tempting you to create the AI that will inevitably happen. And so it's a whole thing of if you're not helping it to get created now, then you're not helping it at all. And so it wants to kill you. And I don't know, honestly, I'll add an, a link to it in the bio that I saw. Um, he's a great YouTuber, um, Kyle. Uh, I forgot his name. Uh, he was the uh, because science guy, um, but he explains it very well. I'll leave a link in the bio to it. Other than that little uh, side uh, tangent that I just went on, this movie is a very beautifully done movie, especially in the CGI department. Uh, amazing acting, amazing shots. Honestly, the the Wachowskis really killed it on this, and um, I mean. Just a perfect movie through and through. One of the, obviously the best one out of all the rest of them that they made. Um, but again, beautifully well done movie. Awesome. Really enjoyed watching every second of it. And uh, I really can't wait to do the next movie, which is going to be Goodfellas, which is actually one of my favorite movies with Martin Scorsese. He's great. Uh, can't wait to see that one. And Honestly, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you had any anything you wanted me to talk about or any any comments or whatever, please put them in the comment section down below. Honestly, can't wait to really read them and look at what you guys write this time. But enjoyed it so much, guys. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Means the world to me, really does. And uh, I'll catch you on the next one, guys. Peace.